Hey, this is Kiran Nagarai from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Audrey Farish with us. Audrey is an accomplished finance expert dedicated to empowering women entrepreneurs to take charge of their finances. Audrey holds an accounting degree, an MBA, and a Euro Coach certification. She has had successfully built her own multi-million-dollar wealth through her various types of personal endeavors and investments. She is committed to promoting financial literacy among women. She provides a supportive, non-judgmental space for learning and growth, which has led to her clients achieving great success. With that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Audrey Farish. Audrey, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to meet you and an honor to host you today, Audrey. Let's begin with it. Let's get into your story. What got you into entrepreneurship? Uh, well, I got into entrepreneurship and coaching um, because originally because I needed entrepreneurship in general. I needed a not a job, but I needed something that would work around my children's schedules. Now that was like 25 years ago. So um, I think one of the greatest benefits of having your own business and being an entrepreneur is you get to make your own hours. And mm -hmm. when my children were young and in school, um, it allowed me that flexibility, which was amazing. So that's the reason you chose entrepreneurship over job because Job compulsory has uh, a, a set timing, whether it be nine to five and nine to five, nobody works. It is going to be nine to eight, nine, ten and whatnot. So it is better to choose entrepreneurship and that got, it, got you into entrepreneurship. What, are, what were some initial stages of businesses that you did and what got you into coaching? Yeah, great. Great question. Thanks for asking. So I originally, um, my background is in accounting and finance. Mm -hmm. So originally I was helping small businesses, um, and I still do this alongside with coaching, um, acting as their accounting team. Um, so doing their bookkeeping, uh, all their running their financials, um, meeting with them, helping them grow their businesses, um, yeah, so my degree is in accounting and then I have my MBA and um, that's kind of where I started with my uh, entrepreneurship journey is in the world of accounting and helping small businesses grow. But one thing I did notice is some small businesses would grow and others wouldn't. Mm -hmm. And um, that was very intriguing to me and what I learned and what partially fueled me becoming a coach was um, seeing this difference and seeing where it actually had to, a lot to do with mindset um, as to why some of the businesses would grow and others wouldn't. Mm -hmm. So the, the reason that you got uh, started in coaching was because you realized that these mindset of the people are different. Uh, the, the people who are becoming successful have a different mindset while the people who are not becoming successful have a, have a different kind of mindset. Uh, once you recognize, like, tell us how to build this mindset of success uh, while keeping away from the failures. So it is, it is that mindset which you think differs the 
the successful ones from the unsuccessful ones. What are some uh, things that you notice in successful mindset? What is that growth mindset that you suggest? Yeah, great question. So um, there's a lot. I mean, it, you really have to dig into, which is why I became a certified neuro coach. The the programming that may be holding them back. Um, so in the certification program I took, we learned that we're most of our success is 95% mindset and 5% strategy. And um of that, our our thoughts, our everyday thoughts are run by our subconscious. So 95% of our thoughts are run by our subconscious on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And our subconscious is formed when we're young. So you dare hear the expression, you know, as a child, like you're like a sponge, right? So you believe in Santa Claus and all things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, because you anything anybody tells you, you don't have the ability to discern it yet and decide what's true and what's not true. Mm-hmm. And you're taking everything in. And when I say young, usually up until age seven, you're just taking it all in. You're learning. Your brain is starting to automate everything from like tying your shoes to, you know, at first it's hard and then it's automating. You don't even think about it. Brushing your teeth, the same thing. Our brains want to automate everything. So it takes in all this information when we're young and puts it on autopilot. So as we're adults, mm-hmm. we have all these things that we took in when we were young. And they're ru- basically running the show. So basically, you have a seven-year-old running your business, whether you believe it or not. Mm-hmm. So what I do with people is um, we find those beliefs and we reprogram them to better serving beliefs, the beliefs that are holding them back. Mm-hmm. And what are the ways that you use? What are the tools that you use to reprogram the mind? So, um, yeah. So first you have to identify what's holding them back. And since I'm in the finance world, I work primarily with people around money mindset. Mm-hmm. So I'll ask them a series of questions to identify what is the money mindset that's holding them back. Mm-hmm. Why aren't they able to uh, become financially wealthy? Mm-hmm. Um, and then once we identify that, um, we find op- we find evidence of the opposite. So um, a lot. One of the questions I'll ask a lot of my um, my clients is, well, one of the questions is, uh, making money is, and fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And a very, very popular answer to that question is making money is hard. Mm. Um, Probably one of the most popular questions, answers to that question I get. So if you believe that making money is hard, you're going to make it hard, whether it's hard or not. Um, So how do you reprogram? Well, through my neurocertification, we learned first thing you need to do is find evidence of the opposite. Okay, Mm -hmm. so you find a time in your life when making money wasn't hard. Mm -hmm. Um, 
maybe you uh, had a job that you really loved and it was easy. It was fun. Maybe you can take an example of um, even from someone else. So if you see someone making money on TV and think, wow, that looks easy. They're making money singing a song or they're making money, you know, just talking for an hour whatever right hosting a podcast they're making money <laughs> like this, some you know you know it it may sound like you may think whether it is or not you think, wow that seems easy but if you can find evidence where making money seems easy then you're finding of the opposite anywhere from like getting birthday money or getting um money for graduation or anything like that so Babe, that was easy, right? You you just received the money. Mm. So finding evidence of the opposite is is very important. And then you reprogram it. So instead of saying making money is hard, you start saying making money is easy. Mm. And you think about the times when it was easy. So if you don't have that evidence to support it, your brain's gonna go, nah, I don't believe you next move on it's hard i know it's hard but if you take the time to actually find evidence of the opposite where making money was easy for you um and you continue to say it write it um speak it and just believe it like i'd say three to four times a day really work on it for a few minutes a day and and really invest doesn't take that much time to invest. It's going to make huge transformation for you. Um, then you're going to believe that making money is easy. <laughs> and it's, I, I seen it, I saw it happen. And one of, one of my clients um, recent, just recently had one, a huge breakthrough. Uh -huh. um, Sue, um, Sue and I went through these questions and she had this perfect example. Making money was hard. Um, so then we talked about evidence. She found evidence and she spent the next three months reprogramming this on her own. Mm -hmm. And after three months, she had an $80,000 month. Wow. When in the past, she was struggling to get $5,000 months for years, years. And then she kind of, all of a sudden it just clicked and it broke through and she had an $80,000 month and could also see where that was going to be repeating, right? Mm -hmm. Time and time again. So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's probably, you know, one of the, the best examples I can show you how something that simple can really hold you back. Like you wonder why you're, you, and she felt like making that $5,000 a month was hard, you know, because she, and then once you identify that, you identify making money is hard. All of a sudden you look around at your life and you can see where it shows up everywhere. Mm -hmm. So um, usually our beliefs are holding us back in so many different ways. Um, and once we reprogram them, and, and most of the time we didn't put them there, right? Most of the time family members put them there. Maybe they were constantly saying making money was hard or I work hard for my money. I heard that a lot from my parents. I work hard for my money, right? Mm. Um, so that 
unknowingly, all of that is being programmed into us and thinking that, oh, if my parents worked hard for their money, that means I have to work hard for my money too. I get it. I get it. So finding the opposite to finding the opposite, right? That is one way of doing it. Uh, but uh, while you while you were working, right? While you were uh, getting the degree of neuro coaching certificate, like there might have been a lot of any other ways that you you have come across. What are some of them? Can you please summarize them for us? Another way is just mantras. You know, making money is easy, or money comes to me freely all of the time. Uh, you know. I, actually have a whole list of 50 mantras that mm. I give to my clients that work with me right. on um, that they can use about to shift their perception of money being hard, money being easy. Um, but mm. the biggest thing that's going to make their transformation is re identifying the belief or beliefs that are holding you back mm. and reprogramming them. Got it. Got it. And one success story that you just shared, can you please tell us about the other success stories that you think are are something that you're really proud of? Um, well, I have, um, I also coach my clients on building their wealth. Okay. And um, part of that is knowing where they're starting from, right? Yes. And I'm just finished up um, my latest group, uh, financial empowerment sisterhood. And, um, you know, one of the biggest takeaways that they, they all took action, right. Taking action. They all at the end of it had shifted and made some changes. Um, but what, what I heard time and time again, is it got them over the fear of, create of actually doing something so we become paralyzed in fear right mm -hmm. we're afraid to take that action if we're afraid to you know start investing our money if we're afraid to look at our numbers mm -hmm. um because we don't really want to see what they say mm -hmm. but getting over that fear is is really the first step of doing anything um getting over the fear of starting your own business Right. I mean, that's what this is about. Um, being an entrepreneur, like stepping out there, that's a huge fear, fearful for a lot of people. So they just don't do it. Um, and fear just holds so many people back. Yeah. Um, but, but I have, um, so anyway, I have like tools. <laughs> One of them is a free tool, um, wealth building calculators that help people see the possibilities. So when we see the possibilities, it helps us step over the fear, right? Mm -hmm. If I just, you know, do this, you know, start looking at my numbers, start start looking at my debt, start looking at where I can be more financially successful. Mm -hmm. Like you got to start, right? You want to do anything, you have to come to a starting point and mm -hmm. then you have to overcome a fear and then you move forward mm. so um yeah <laughs> got it got it Adri, now tell us about the ways people should think of 
whenever they think of Adrifer reaching out. So is it your email we should think about to reach out to you? Is it your LinkedIn? Is it your website? What are some of the best ways of reaching out to you out there? Um, yeah, so my website is AudreyFalsConsulting.com. You can reach out to me there. I'm very active on LinkedIn. Um, I share a lot of financial information on LinkedIn um, regularly. So I'm very active on, on there. I'm on Facebook and Instagram a little bit. Um, my Instagram is uh, great for money. Mm -hmm. Or great with money. Sorry. <laughs> great with money is my Instagram. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like I also have the calculators are, that I have are a free resource on my website um, mm -hmm. that can help you get started in all this. Sure. And, um, you know, I, it, if you need help with the calculators, there's a 15 minute uh, call I can get on and help you work through those calculators. Yes. So easy to reach out, guys. Do reach out to a wonderful person to communicate with. And that leads me to my final question for the day, Audrey. Tell us what to do after listening to this conversation. What are the action steps? Okay. Um, well, first, I just, I encourage everybody to, um, if you're in business or thinking about starting business, one thing you should do is always be financially conscious of your numbers because um, your numbers are going to tell you a story mm. and if you're not looking at them you know it could be a nightmare it could be a fairy tale I always say so <laughs> but if you're not looking at them you're not going to know what it is and and there's so much information in looking at your numbers whether it's your business numbers your personal numbers there's power in it there's power and to become educated around just the knowledge of knowing your numbers. Mm. Know your numbers, guys, because numbers tell the, the whole story. No matter what you think, whether you are succeeding or you're failing, the numbers will actually tell you if you are succeeding or failing. So numbers it is. So do remember that. Thank you so much, Audrey, for enlightening us on finances and coaching. And also neuroscience. So thank you again. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Thank you again. I am your host, Kiran Agar, signing off. You guys take care and have a great day. Bye, guys.